Hey everyone, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 198 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The law of attraction and the missing step in changing your negative feelings. Ah, you know, I love talking about dealing with our negative feelings. It's so important in this work because our negative feelings are really our only problem in changing our energy in the sense of if we're willing to deal with them and kind of examine what's happening there, all of this effort you're putting now into trying to feel better that seems futile and hard and stressful and anxiety inducing, you realize you don't really have to do that anymore because the reason all of that feels so hard is because we don't really feel that way now and we're really swimming upstream big time. We're really dealing with some heavy shit that we're just trying to fight through and wade through to try to get happy. Again, and that's why it feels so hard when you deal with your feelings and you understand where they're coming from and all of that stuff, right? That seems so unpalatable to the mind because it's not fun. Again, you don't have to make any effort to feel better. You just naturally do because it's not the lack of happiness you have now. That's the problem, really. It's there's this negativity that just has so much momentum that's been so dominant and all of these efforts to try to activate positive energy and be happy. This energy is kind of a little wispy, a little weak. There's not a lot of weight to it and it just doesn't really stand a chance. There's really no room in it for your energy to really take root. So anyway, so when I'm talking about dealing with our negative feelings, I'm, there's, there's this step a lot of us miss or we might not be missing it. We might know we're supposed to do it, but again, it's very unpalatable for us to do this. So we just don't do it. And we hope that we can somehow change our energy without actually dealing with our energy. It's kind of funny, right? But our mind will go to great lengths to try to do things in that way and then try to avoid these, these unpleasant parts of our emotional experience, right? So what's this missing step? The missing step is examining where the negative feelings are coming from. You know you feel badly about the various circumstances in your life. A problem arises and you feel badly about it. So you, you're aware, so we're aware we have these negative feelings. Then we learn about something like the law of attraction and it's all about energy and positivity and blah, blah, blah. You learn about this kind of this amazing force in life where like attracts like, and if you just change your mentality and you're more positive, things will change. And in theory, that's true. And I love talking about theory versus reality of manifesting because understanding that is very helpful because the human energy and the human experience, the theory leaves out a lot of things that we need to look at. So what tends to happen is you feel badly about being single. You feel badly about your weight, you feel badly about your finances, you feel badly about the state of your business or whatever the other, you feel badly, you don't like your job, there's all these things you don't like, and that sense of contrast alerts you to what you do. Then you learn about the law of attraction and it's all about, well, I just have to think positive. So you feel bad about not having your boyfriend or you feel bad about this thing or that thing and you just think, okay, according to the LOA, I know it doesn't have to be this way. Um, I can attract different circumstances and I just know everything's going to be okay. And I know that if I just think positive and believe, um, these things will happen for me. And again, in theory, that's all you would need to do. If we didn't have all this resistance and all this weird stuff as a result of our mental dysfunction, then that switch in thinking is all that would be necessary. This, um, 
the the theory in theory our only problem is you don't know about this spiritual law you don't know about this spiritual universal uh principle of how the universe works or whatever and now that you know it you just have to believe and then everything's okay and again in theory that would be our only issue but in reality it's not so like i said before what most of us are doing are we're just trying to think positive we're told that if we think differently and if we believe, then things will change. And then that's kind of all we try to do as far as shifting energy, really. We just try to be more positive. According to the law of attraction, um, infinite abundance, uh, scarcity is uh, an illusion. So as long as I believe that, uh, my bad finances will change because I would see it as like, okay, I'm changing my belief about that. Okay, I don't believe in that anymore. I believe this now, so I'll get more money. According to the LOA, as long as I believe in um, love and this and that, and I believe in the possibility, infinite possibility, I know I can meet somebody. I know I could get definitely get another job. There's all these uh, possibilities out there that haven't uh, presented themselves to me yet. There's all these potential channels out there that haven't uh, been revealed to me yet that I don't even know exist and my the thing I want the person the job the this or the that could come through that okay as long as I believe all of that and maybe generate a little positive emotion as courtesy of believing that then everything will change and then all of our negative feelings they're really not transforming and why aren't they transforming because our negative feelings about our circumstances they don't come out of nowhere there's a meaning we're assigning to the experience. There's a story we're telling about that experience. There's a narrative there, and that's determining how we feel. And if we don't dive into that narrative, if we don't dissect that meaning, the negative feelings about our circumstances and all of that energy, it's probably really not going to go anywhere. And like I said before, all of this like wispy kind of Pop, you get some pop here and there when you, you try to think positive and you feel better for a moment or whatever. Or again, you intellectually understand how things are supposed to be. And then we think that intellectual understanding will translate to our life actually reflecting those beliefs back to us. Then And then, right, nothing changes. And then we feel even worse about what's going on. So, and if we're not examining the story, we're not examining the meaning, our negative, again, our negative feelings, they're really not going to transform in any way because what's causing them, we're not really looking at that. And if we're not getting at the root cause of the feeling, it's hard for the feeling to really transform in any real way. You might feel positive here and there. You might have, you know, you'll have a, a day where you feel particularly good because something good happened or you heard a particularly inspiring uh, video on YouTube or so you had a good day and you were in a good mood. So then you kind of, again, and it's kind of temporary, it's fleeting, it's never really consistent. And those feelings are still there somewhere in the background, even if sometimes they don't feel as strong or you still sometimes feel them as strongly. And then you try even harder to be positive because you see, oh no, well now these bad feelings, I know, now, now that I know about energy and emotions and vibration and all of that, the, I know that these are bad now and oh my God, I have to get rid of them. And again, our tack is not exactly examining the feelings, breaking down the feeling, breaking up the power of that energy. It's let me just try to uh, be more positive. Let me keep reminding myself how reality really works and that I don't have to worry and feel bad about these things anymore. But in the meantime, you still feel just as, excuse me, you still feel just as badly as you did, or maybe even worse, because now that you gave yourself hope, you let yourself think it was possible, but then the LOA doesn't uh, quote unquote seem to be working. 
they, again, you might even feel even worse than you did when you just felt bad about your circumstances, but really didn't think there was anything you could do about them anyway. So what's the story? What's the meaning you're assigning to your experience? What's the story you're telling about being single? What's the story you're telling about uh, your breakup? What does it say about you as a person? What do you feel about yourself? How does it make you feel about relationships? How does it make you feel about men or women? Your business is, you're not really in a place in your business. You want to be in a better place in your business. You feel like your business is struggling or you're not getting results or whatever. And you feel badly about that. What's the story you're telling about your current circumstances? What's the story you're telling about uh, why you don't have a lot of clients, why you don't have a lot of sales? You're struggling financially. You've always had money problems. What's the story you're telling about you? What does your financial problem say about you as a person? Your current, what does it say about uh, your beliefs about finances? Your beliefs about money? How does it make you think about the world in general? What's the story there? You don't like your job and you're struggling to find a job you like better. What's the story your mind is telling you about your lack of results in getting a new job? What beliefs does it uh, show you about how you believe what's possible for you or how the world, again, how the world works? So a lot of these beliefs too, it's, uh, it's not just personal stuff to us. It, it reveals to us, you know, larger, broader beliefs we have about how the world works. It can expose to us uh, limitations and uh, these broader limitations and thinking that could have very far reaching uh, effects on all aspects of our life, not just the, the particular issue at hand. And again, like I said before, theory versus reality, you'll start to see that a lot of your energetic kinks have nothing to do with that. You just didn't believe in the law of attraction and you had these negative, uh, you just didn't believe what you wanted was possible. And that was your only problem. You see that they, these energetic kinks, they're coming from all of these, again, these stories your mind is telling about what it means that to be single, what it says about you as a person, your breakup, what it says about you as a person that someone broke up with you. What does that mean? What it says about men or women in, in general, what it says about relationships in general. What's the story you're telling about being overweight? For example, a lot of people, um, Weight's a good example of how it's like weight can be a manifestation that we is a, a conditional. We think it's a condition to manifesting lots of other things. So we have all these negative feelings about our weight because we think that uh, if I don't lose this weight first, if I, I'm overweight, it means this or that about me. And if I don't lose the weight, all these good things I want to happen, uh, that's the reason why none of them are happening for me so far. It's why I don't have a relationship. It's why I don't have a better job. It's why I don't have a, a better social life or whatever the story is, right? And we tie it to our appearance and how we look. And then that feels terrible. And then we just try to tell ourselves, well, if I believe the LOA, uh, I, I, you know, energy and I love my body and then I'll just, you know, I'll lose the weight or whatever, and then again, there's all this story and all this, ne all this negativity we have around these experiences that have nothing to do with whether or not we believe these things are possible. And again, if we don't examine any of that, 
that negative energy, those negative feelings about our circumstances, just trying to be positive is not going to be enough to take care of it because it has nothing to do with why we feel that way. It's, it's much more um, layered and deep and it has nothing, again, it has nothing to do with whether or not you believe something's possible. There's a story that makes you feel badly about it. And in order, and what happens is our, man, our mind sees the manifestation as the key to invalidating those stories. That's why we feel so attached to what, these things that we want. Because if you are telling a story right now that you're single because there's something wrong with you inherently, you're broken in some way, and there's no way that you can maintain a healthy relationship, there's no way that anybody could ever truly love you because you're so fucked up. And then you decide, and then you're looking for a relationship to fix all of that. These very deep, painful feelings that inherently there's something wrong with you. But if you find a relationship and someone that seems to genuinely love you and want to spend time around you and live with you and marry you, then all of these terrible things about yourself must not be true. So this is another reason, you know, for, it's not just about the energetic transformation in general that we want to do this. The other reason is a big reason is because when we don't examine those stories and we're looking for the manifestation to fix all of that pain and invalidate all of those stories and change the meaning of the experience. And they'll know that's not true. This terrible thing I'm thinking is not true. Of course, we're going to feel super attached to getting these things because if we see that's the only way to, to get rid of all of this very deep-seated pain, yeah, of course, we're going to feel very attached to it and we're going to feel like we need this to happen. We're constantly going to notice that it's not there. We're going to feel very impatient for it to manifest. We're going to be very anxious about trying to figure out how to get what we want. And we're going to become obsessed with tools and techniques and we're going to take all of this action that's not going to be effective because it's not actually making us feel any better. So none of these things are serving their purpose. And we're just going to feel terrible. And we're going to, again, we're going to try to force positivity. And we're going to feel all of this strain and stress and anxiety. Because we're, we're trying so hard to feel better. And it's not working. And like I said earlier, the reason we're trying so hard to feel better is because we don't feel okay now. When you deal with our shit... Feeling better is effortless because like I said, it's not a lack of happiness that's the problem. It's not that there's a lack of positive emotion within you. Like you don't have enough positive energy within you. You don't have enough happiness within you. And that's why you're unhappy. No, there's all these negative feelings we have because again, the stories and the meaning we're assigning to these experiences that we've been carrying around for maybe a very long time that feel really badly. You deal with that positive emotion just is a natural byproduct of that. It's nothing you have to consciously try and cultivate. It just happens. Think about um, when you are upset and you cry. What happens most of the time after you have a real good cry? You feel better. You weren't trying to feel happy. You were letting yourself feel your negative feelings and you've experienced it too. You feel, you actually physically feel lighter. You feel that energetic shift within you when you release that emotion, when you have the cry, right? And you kind of let it out. It's the same thing. So a lot of the things that we're trying to accomplish, uh, a lot of the, the suggestions and perspectives, we actually have a lot of experience with this. On some level, we know this from our own experience because we've seen it happen, but we don't, rec we don't really realize it because we're in such a mode of 
try because we have so much experience with the with the idea of dealing with our negative feelings making us feel better that's not a, a something that people will be like oh i've never had again you cry you feel better so we've experienced that so much but when we move into this world of trying to change our energy just to get what we want and we're so obsessed with feeling good and feeling happy all of these basic things that we've already experienced and we already know the power of them it's like we're in such a different mode of thinking we just forget we're like, oh yeah, like when I think of all the times I've cried and felt better, yeah, you know what? Dealing with my negative feelings is the quickest way for me to feel happier. Duh, I know that. I've experienced that thousands of times in my life. But again, we're in such a mode of like obsessed with positivity because we've got to be happy to get what we want. And all we care about is getting what we want. We actually don't really care if we're actually happy or feel good. That's crazy, right? When you think about it. We kind of weaponize our positive emotion as this means to get stuff when the positive emotion, the emotional healing should be the goal in and of itself. That should be what we're really aiming for, knowing it will naturally lead to these outside changes. Because here's the thing, right? Unless you're going to be some monk that withdraws from the world or something withdraws from worldly life, you're going to be invested in this experience. You're going to have negative feelings about stuff. You're going to want stuff. It's natural. It's just that we want to try to clean up the space from which we're wanting all of these things. We want to recognize like that's how it's going to be for most of us and just try to make that journey, you know, not less painful than it typically is for us. We want to have preferences. We don't want to have white hot burning needs that I possibly cannot go on with life unless this happens for me. You don't want to feel like you need a relationship or you need money or you need this, you need that. You prefer it. In our human experience, a lot of the things we prefer, it's natural to prefer having money over not having money. It's natural to prefer being healthy over being sick. It's natural to prefer not being in pain over being in physical pain. It's natural to prefer whatever, uh, having work that you enjoy and, and fulfills you and, and makes you happy over a job that you hate. So again, all these preferences, it's natural, right? So anyway, I got a little bit off topic there. So to really transform our negative feelings, just trying to be positive, it might get us somewhere. It might get the ball rolling to some degree, but the real shift in emotion can't really come consistently and meaningfully unless we get to the root of where our feelings are coming from. Because it's the, and again, it gets easier because instead of trying to transform negative emotion, trying so hard to feel better. When you change the story, when you change the meaning, you automatically feel better because that, again, that's where the feeling's coming from. So if you feel terrible right now about yourself because you think being single means that you're a loser or there must be something wrong with you or you're inadequate in some way and you realize that none of that's true, there's just an objective reality of your situation right now. You are not in a relationship. You happen to be unattached at the moment. There's not another person and you're not dating anybody. Just subjectively, no story around that. You're going to automatically feel better because again, the feeling wasn't coming from your actual situation. It was how you were viewing the situation. And for a lot of us, the shift in the story, the shift in the uh, meaning that can be very powerful in, in changing how we feel. But depending on the nature of the story, how painful it was, how long we've been carrying it around, the emotion of the old story, of the old meaning, 
that the shifting of it might not be enough to totally make us feel like we've really transformed that feeling and it, it's, it's lost a lot of its heaviness and its charge. We might still have to feel that pain a little bit. You're going to cry. You're going to feel angry. Things that you intellectually understand are not true anymore. On an emotional level, you might still feel them to be true. So you have to feel the, get, get the energy out, get the feeling out, and then that will help you um, connect more uh, steadily or whatever, connect more tightly to the new perspective without the emotion interfering and in keeping you from really grasping it in a, a deeper way, in a real genuine way. So that's something too, to think about just changing the story. It's not probably going to let you off the hook from feeling the feelings because they'll still be residual because you're human and you're probably not enlightened. You know, I was talking about this with my husband the other day, and this could be just my own limitation in thinking I could be wrong about this, but I don't think I am probably. We have to accept that unless we're going to like be like the Dalai Lama or the Buddha where they truly devote their lives to like inner work and like communing with spirit and they give up and give up everything in the world, give up worldly life, the pursuit of money and relationships and, and personal pleasure. And we make it all about that. And we meditate six hours a day and just give it all up. There's probably going to be limits to how much we can advance because the, the, what we would need to do to reach those states, most of us are just not going to do. And my husband was talking about that. He's like, you know, for me to totally like do that, he's like, I'd probably have to not be married to you anymore. We wouldn't travel anymore. I wouldn't do my business anymore. And he's like, and I want to do all of those things. I want to be with you. So my point in saying that is, you know, we have to accept that there's probably going to be limits to our transformation based on the fact that we're not devoting our entire lives to doing those things. You're not, you know, like the Dalai Lama gets up at four in the morning and meditates for five hours a day. Most of us are probably not going to do that. So this is just something that's generally keeping in mind with this sort of work. Because I remember I've been going through a hard time lately. My mom died a few months ago and I feel like new layers of stuff are coming up that didn't come up when it first happened. So I feel like you're right. You're kind of shocked about stuff like that. And you just on an emotion, intellectually, you understand everything that's happening, but emotionally it just, there's stuff that hasn't been um, rattled up yet or, or shaken loose yet. And I was talking to and my husband, I was just like talking to him about like how sometimes I feel mad at myself, the way I respond to things. And I just want to be like, totally like, you know, all this stuff I learned, I feel like, you know, nothing should, like, like nothing bothers me. And I've talked about this before, right? When we say this stuff out loud, it sounds silly, but on some level, all of us growth oriented people, that's kind of how we feel. We're so resistant to pain and we don't want to deal with it. We're trying, you know, one of our goals, even if we don't realize it, or some of you, this might be your actual goal. You consciously are trying to do this and then it's not working and you're even more upset. You're trying to reach some state of like, perf like emotional perfection, and like you've, ma you've totally mastered this ability to take responsibility for your feelings and not be bothered by anything outside of you and seeing every challenge as an opportunity to grow and enthusiastically dive into the pain. No, right? It's like most of us, you know, it's, it's probably not going to be that way. We're not going to be able to handle things at, at such a level. And it's just accepting that, you know, accepting that the limitations of the journey of the transformation, you know, based on how much time we're willing to devote to that. 
And if we're honest, most of us, a lot of this journey, it's not really so much about the inner transformation so much as trying to improve our human experience, improve this worldly experience. So as long as that's our motivation for most of us, it's not wrong or bad because we're here having this experience. So we try to, we want to try to make it as positive as possible. That probably means that we're still invested in this world. We're going to care about getting things. Uh, these deeper emotional transformations, this extreme form of detachment and never getting angry about things and totally being enlightened and Buddha-like all the time, right? It's probably not going to happen. So again, I kind of went off another tangent there, but it's just something just generally to keep in mind with, with this sort of work is like, we're probably going to always have to be contending with negative feelings. So we can't be afraid to deal with them because if they're there, they're there and like I said before, our, our, our lack of, a lack of positivity and lack of happiness really isn't the issue is we have all of this emotional crap. We deal with that. And then like this positivity and all this, this emotion that we're craving, it just naturally kind of fills the space because we made room for it. Now, all of these perspectives that make you feel better, that make you feel more hopeful. They're much easier to embrace when energetically we're, we're a bit cleaner energetically. We don't have all that emotion muddying things up and, and uh, uh, grabbing at our attention. It gets easier to embrace these feelings. And the uh, positive emotion that gets activated when we think of things in that way, when we think of those perspectives and they actually produce an actual emotional response, they feel good. It's easier, again, for that feeling to take root in our vibe more deeply and genuinely because all that other stuff isn't cluttering up our energy anymore and, uh, and, and overpowering and dominating it. So, yeah. So, you know, what I talked about today in the, the first step in really transforming negative emotion is finding out where it's coming from. If we just try to pile some positive emotion on top of it, and I'm not saying to not try to activate positive energy or anything like that, but what I'm saying is the real transformation comes when we start examining the stories, creating the negative feelings, because as long as we keep, as long as those stories go unexplored, those narratives and meanings go unexplored, that's the programming we're operating from. And like I said before, we're going to, and that's with all of that pain and negativity and all these bad feeling things we think about ourselves, and all these beliefs about the world, how the world works that feel very disempowering or depressing or whatever, that it, that's not going anywhere. And we're going to feel very attached to getting all the stuff we want if we see that as the key to making all of those bad feelings go away. And when we see this examination of the story, when we see the emotional benefit of that, this idea of feeling better before things change, which seems impossible to the mind, you see how it's very easy to do that. It's not so hard to accomplish because the story is just, you change the story, you question the story, you question these meanings. And if you're willing to reject them, because right now, again, you don't feel bad because you're single. You feel bad because of the meaning you're assigning to being single. So if you examine that meaning, you examine that story and you reject it, then all of a sudden you'll feel better. It doesn't matter that you still don't have a relationship. You'll feel better because, again, it's not the circumstance. It's how you feel. So if you reject the idea that you're broken or there's inherently something wrong with you or you're not attractive enough or interesting enough or smart enough or just enough in general, yeah, all of that feels terrible. If you realize that that's not, none of that is true, 
Of course, you're going to feel better automatically because again, it wasn't the circumstance that was making you feel that way. It was how you were looking at it. So yeah, this idea of being able to feel better before things change, how it, it seems so impossible to your mind. And the reason you've been struggling so much to accomplish that is because you've just been trying to get happy and feel better without really getting at the root of the negative feeling. Therefore, the negative feeling really not transforming in any real way. Maybe just being pushed down a bit more. Maybe you got it to feel a bit less intense. You activated a little bit of positive energy. Enough that you might have seen some movement in your circumstances that made you feel a little hopeful that maybe what you want will happen, whatever the case, right? But at the core, the energy really didn't go and it really didn't change in any real way. This is what will help you do that. You won't have to try so hard to feel better anymore. Your negative feelings, you're not going to see them as this enemy anymore. You'll see them as a very helpful messenger because without the feelings... Because the feelings help you explore the story. Why do I feel this way about this circumstance? Why do I feel so bad about myself not having a relationship? The struggle with my business. What, what, do, what do I think that says about me that feels so badly? I'm a failure. I'm a loser. I'm never going to succeed. Um, people like me can't do a job like, or whatever the case is, right? And then you realize, oh yeah, none of this is true. So this feeling better, it's just a nat it naturally occurs because you're getting at the root of why you feel badly. It's the story. It's the meaning. It's the narrative. And now your mind might ask, well, how do I know that this bad feeling thing isn't true? And this is where some trust and faith comes in. Abraham Hicks has talked about this, right? What do they call it? The emotional guidance system. This idea that your, your emotions, your feelings alert you to what's true and not true. So if you're believing something that feels badly, then there, it can't be true. There's no logical way to break that down. There's no way to prove it. But do you have trust and faith in this idea? The intuitive resonance you feel with that idea being true. Do you trust that? That's all you can go on in the beginning, especially because a lot of these things you're being asked to believe, you don't have any proof. They can't be rationally, logically explained in a way that the mind is used to evaluating information and evaluating whether it's true or not. This is a whole different world. And we have to be willing to operate in a whole different way if we really want to reap the benefits of this way of thinking and feeling and all these perspectives actually make them our own. We have to do things completely differently. This logical, rational analysis, prove it to me. I need it to make sense. It's just, it just can't really happen, right? So that's, that's, all, that, that's all it is. Do you trust the, this idea of all these people telling you that your feelings alert you to what's true and untrue? Do you trust that that's a valid way to evaluate information, to evaluate your opinions and your beliefs? And if you say yes, then that's good. And then if you say no, that's okay. But you have to recognize this work is going to be a big struggle for you. And it probably you won't get very far because you're going to hit a wall pretty much almost immediately because your mind is just going to be like, reject every perspective that you need to embrace to to change on that inner emotional level which therefore will change your circumstances because that's all that emotion and the feeling and belief is the level of cause so that's really it do you choose to believe your feelings are a guidance system alerting you to what's true and not true again if you say yes that's the first step you're on a you that's the foundation and then you can move forward from there beautifully more quickly than you could probably imagine now. If you say no, again, it's okay. And you can keep looking for some sort of information to justify feeling this way that apply that appeals to your rational, logical nature. But it just, 
it'll probably be hard and you might not find what you're looking for. So again, we have to be willing. This world operates very differently. It's not the world of intellect and rational, logical thought. It's a very different world. And we have to be willing to try to step into that world in a real way to really, again, reap the benefit because you can't reap the benefit of beliefs you actually don't believe, essentially. Intellectually accepting something, uh, reality is not created on the level of your intellect and your logical mind. It's created on the level of feeling, like truly in your heart believing these things to be true. And there's often a disconnect there that we need to be aware of. So yeah, that's it. That's the missing step in transforming our negative feelings. We're just jumping right to trying to feel positive. We're not really... It's not even about not even dealing with the negative feelings. It's not, a, it's about, um, because even dealing with them again, you still kind of have to know where are they coming from? And I don't mean like deep analysis of like every feeling and thought you have and like breaking it down uh, 50 layers, but you have to be aware of, you feel badly about your circumstances. You have to be aware of why do I feel that way? The circumstance in and of itself, all these negative responses, they're not inevitable. They're not required. They're not the only objective way to feel about these things. There's a narrative. There's a story that our mind has created. And if we don't really have an, if we are not really aware of that story, changing those feelings, dealing with those feelings, it's, it's a lot harder because the, the root where the, the root of where they're coming from, we're not exploring that. So it'll be uncomfortable and it might feel painful but doing all of this is going to get you the stuff you want. It's going to get you the emotional feeling, the feelings you want to feel. So if it's going to help you get all of these things, it's like, if it doesn't feel good in the moment, you know, keep in mind, like, this is actually what's going to get me to where I want to be. So I should maybe stop fighting this so much. It's not such a bad thing to do this. My feelings aren't my, the enemy. My job is to not suppress them and, and destroy them and obliterate them and then just try to be happy. You know, we're doing all this work to be happy, but the process of that involves doing a lot of things that might not feel good. The goal of a lot of the things we're doing is not to generate positive emotions so much as to help us root out all the things that are making us feel bad. So the end goal is the happiness, the emotional well-being. It has no choice but to, to go that way. That, it has no choice but to, that's the, the conclusion, the outcome. But the road there, if we make it all about just trying to make happy feelings all of the time, and that's, you see, it's like, oh, I, I kind of get it now. It's like, my goal is to be happy. But if I make my goal in everything I do to generate, just generate positive emotion rather than deal with what's keeping me from feeling happy, then that outcome is actually going to be a lot harder to achieve because I'm not dealing with all the stuff that's making me not feel good. So like I said before, you do that, the good feelings are automatic. There's no effort. You don't have to try to feel better or try to feel happy. You just naturally will feel better. And the more that happens, you build more momentum behind that energy. And then you just start naturally feeling better. And it's effortless in that sense. It's not effortless in the sense of there's effort in maybe dealing with your negative feelings and you have to pay attention to that. But all of this stuff you're doing now to try to raise your vibe and try to feel better you might see it's making you feel worse. And that's why, because it's actually stirring up a lot of this emotional tension, this anxiety and depression and anger and whatever else you're feeling about your life and your circumstances and about yourself. And again, 
So a lot of people, when they talk about getting into all this, it actually makes them feel worse. That's kind of why that's happening because you're stirring up a lot of stuff that maybe was more dormant because you're focused more in, in this world. You're becoming more aware of how you feel. But then your mind is just like, yeah, but I don't really want to deal with any of that. So let's just keep trying to raise our vibe. Uh, let's try this new tool or technique. Maybe this will get me what I want and then I'll feel better. And then I won't have to deal with my feelings. Let's just try this shortcut instead almost. So yeah, that's it guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more products, uh, content and information about my coaching, head on over to live life made to order.com. Bye-bye.